Hey, Mel. Bri here. Gotta work from home today because the whole family caught a nasty... Daddy! Hey, Mikey! If you're gonna puke, find the popcorn bowl! But my availability is 110%. Coincidentally, so is my fever. <laughs> Kidding. Mel, I'm so cold but hot. Uh, but I'm gonna get you that budget. Just as soon as... What? Mikey! Popcorn bowl! Press 1 to use Instacart and get your family's sick day essentials delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. Press 2 to keep working. Do not press 2. Just use Instacart. Brian. Blog Talk Radio. Part of honoring 
those who have come before us, honoring the founders, honoring the men and women who sacrificed on April 19, 1775, to honor someone is to remember them. So we're going to remember those folks at an Appleseed event, and at the same time that uh, we're remembering them, we're going to ask that you help to keep their ideas alive to this nation. And the way you can do that is by making sure that you are involved in governing yourself. That's uh, what we were meant to do, govern ourselves. All right, uh, well, I'm waiting for the music to finish up. I'm going to go ahead and get started with thinking about the upcoming event. Now, if you want to attend an Appleseed Rifle Partnership Weekend, what you can do is go to rwpa.org. That's our homepage. And at the top of the page, you'll see a bunch of links at the top. I made a bunch of tabs. Uh, at the tab uh, second from the left at the top, it says Appleseed. Put your cursor on that. You'll get a drop-down menu. On the drop-down menu, select Schedule. It'll take you to a page that has a map of the United States on it. You can either uh, click on the state where you'd like to attend an event, or in the text above it, there's a hot link that says... Uh, all states, and you click on that, and I'm taking to the page I'm looking at now. So we have a, a great June 11th and 12th weekend coming up, and we're following that way. We've got a great June 18th and 19th weekend. There's a lot of events in June, and uh, sure, in a lot of places it's going to be hot. Don't let that deter you. The, uh, the folks who stood together in ranks at the beginning of this nation, they certainly did that uh, in hot weather and in cold weather, and uh, they did it for eight long bloody years. We're just asking you to get together with your friends for a nice uh, semi-warm two days and do something you like to do, shoot with your friends. All right, uh, once you've found a location that you would like to attend, there's a couple of links uh, to the right of each of those locations, and uh, those are important links. One says information. That will give you the information for that event, that specific event on that specific date. And uh, you can take a look at the uh, the information page. That will give you uh, stuff uh, such as the uh, uh, the contact information for the folks uh, involved in running the shoot. It'll give you the, the location, where it's being held, etc. Directions to get there. Sometimes it'll have uh, uh, hotel information, stuff like that. <clears throat> and then right under that is another link that says register. Now this is an important link also because in order for you to make sure that you have a place on the line, you're going to need to pre-register and that makes sure that you have a place on the line. It also lets us know how many people are going to be coming that weekend uh, at that location. That lets us know uh, how many instructors we need to send, how much uh, gear, etc. So please be sure and pre-register. 
All right. The upcoming weekend is the uh, 10th and 11th, and that's going to start off in Kaysville, Utah, followed by Augusta, Georgia, Azusa, California, Beaver Falls, Pennsylvania, Bedford, Indiana, Birmingham, Alabama, Boulder City, Nevada, Chambersburg, Pennsylvania, Como, Mississippi, Dadeville, Missouri, uh, Dallas, Fort Worth, Davila, Texas, Eureka, California, Jackson Hole, Wyoming, Knob Creek, Kentucky, Lewiston, Idaho, Marshall, Minnesota, Mark Montpellier, Virginia, Ottawa, Illinois, Piru, California, Racine, Wisconsin, Ramsur, North Carolina, St. Augustine, Florida, Shenandoah, Iowa, Shreveport, Louisiana, Troop, New York, Winslow, New Jersey, Zanesfield, Ohio. <clears throat> that takes us to the next weekend in New Salem, North Dakota. Friday, June 17th is a one-day event. <clears throat> the regular weekend is on the 18th and 19th. That starts out in Atlanta, Texas, followed by Bellevue, Michigan, Bonfield, Illinois, Burlington Flat, New York, Castro Valley, California, Chaplin, Connecticut, Corona, California, Eureka, Kansas, Fountain, Colorado, Harvard, Massachusetts, Hinkley, Minnesota, Hopewell Junction, New York, that's a new location, Hubertus, Wisconsin is Saturday, June 18th. Katy, Texas, June 18th and 19th. Lamore, California, 18th and 19th, as is Mannheim, Pennsylvania. McLean, Illinois, Minot, North Dakota. Mayaka City, Florida. New Bremen, New York. New Lisbon, Wisconsin. Noblesville, Indiana. Rio Rancho, New Mexico. Roswell, New Mexico. Sacramento, California. Smithville, Texas, Swamico, Wisconsin, Sunland, California, Winterset, Iowa, Dalton, New Hampshire starts the 23rd and 24th. And actually, that is Thursday and Friday. Dalton, New Hampshire, Thursday and Friday, 23rd and 24th. Afton, Oklahoma begins the uh, normal weekend, Saturday and Sunday, on June 25th and 26th. Followed by Bakersfield, California, Boyceville, Wisconsin. Calverton, New York, June 25th and 26th is ladies only. Carrollton, Kentucky, 25th and 26th, as is El Paso, Texas. Gibsonburg, Ohio, Glen Helen, California. Gunnison, Colorado, La Crosse, Wisconsin. Lincoln, Nebraska, Manchester, Tennessee. Messina, New York, Mayaka City, Florida. New Philadelphia, Ohio. North Porter County, Indiana. Osage Beach, Missouri, Slippery Rock, Pennsylvania, and Victoria, Illinois. That takes us to the end of June, begins the first month in, I mean, the first uh, weekend in July. <clears throat> and that starts off in Ackley, Iowa, followed by Castle Rock, Washington, Colebrook, Connecticut, Dundee, Michigan, Miamisburg, Ohio, Ossian, Indiana, Rolla, North Dakota, Santa Barbara, California, Rama, Colorado, one day, July 4th, 
All right. That takes us uh, just about a month ahead now. All right. And uh, let me ask my – I don't have the – the chat going. There's, uh, there's obviously some kind of uh, some kind of a problem with that. And uh, it's uh, Mr. Call Screener. Uh, I see we've got uh, some calls up here already. If you would put the information in, if uh, I can't tell if if my if I'm coming out over the air or not. Uh, we lost power here a few minutes ago, and I thought that I changed phones quick enough. If you put that information in your uh, in your text box, just to uh, make sure that I am going out of the air. All right. Yeah, if you get a chance, uh, if you would just put that in there, because I, like I said, I can't hear if I'm I can't hear what I would normally hear. If I'm going out of the air or not, all right. Or if you would just want to whisper it in my ear, that would be good too. <clears throat> all right. So that takes us a a full month. All right. Thank you very much uh, for the uh, upcoming shoots. And uh, if uh, if ever you guys hear any uh, any discrepancies or something, be sure and check. With the schedule, make sure that it's, uh, that it is the schedule that's right or wrong, and uh, not me giving you some bad information on it. I'm reading what's put up here, but uh, uh, sometimes I may not be uh, I may not be interpreting it right, or if it just says instead of it says saying a one day event, it just has it listed as like uh, June 18th and 18th. If that's a really a two day event, be sure and let me. No, or better, you don't have to let me know. Just make sure you let the uh, uh, the folks that are maintaining the uh, the website let them know for sure that uh, that the information that, the, that there's a glitch in the information. <clears throat> All right, uh, tonight what I'd like to do is uh talk to you about several things and and as always you're always welcome to call in let me give you the call in number again real quick 347-308-8790 347-308-8790 you call in and talk to the call screener and uh give them the information and we'll get you on the air especially if you have uh somebody that you would like to uh, give congratulations to uh or thanks to uh, or just tell them they're doing a good job in the program, then we always want to hear from those folks because uh, because I want to make sure that uh, that folks are uh, are hearing that they're doing a good job. Somebody shot the rifle and standards. Somebody passed their PC. Uh, they uh, uh, somebody got a red hat or did their uh, or got uh, shoot boss status, etc. Anything like that. Somebody got. Uh, a uh, new location set up. Let me sure and call in and tell them thank you, so we can get it out to everybody. <clears throat> All right. And now, I, and let me say, I know that you're not doing this. I know none of us are doing this so that we can get a pat on the back. But nonetheless, it's it's still good. Uh, there's, it doesn't cost anybody anything to give anybody else a pat on the back. All right. 
I want to remind folks that uh, that California is uh, continuing to do a bang-up job. All the folks out there in California are doing an absolutely fantastic job. I don't know uh, any other state that has over 100 shoots on the books. And uh, and now they've uh, they've got so many shoots that they're branching out, and uh, they are uh, heading out across uh, the water because uh, they've got their Bob Two Ten has set up the first shoot for uh, Alaska, which is uh, July thirty thirty first, and uh, now there is the First shoot in Hawaii, which I believe is the uh, it's the weekend of the 21st or 22nd uh, of August. So my thanks to uh, to the California folks and to Bob for doing such a a fantastic job out there, and uh, and I would also like to thank the. Uh, the crew here in Texas. Uh, first of all, I want to thank all the shoot bosses right now that are running themselves ragged. Uh, Mark Alonso, Tommy Newton, uh, Chuck Leeming, who uh, I believe he had racked up in about uh, six months, I believe he had racked up the highest score for uh, any apple seed instructor for the year and uh, the number of shoots that he had done. Uh, Andrew and Lauren LeCren, because uh, they're doing such a great job with uh, uh, with uh, adding new locations and uh, adding new partnering groups for the program. Uh, you know, we've got the <clears throat> the Diva Wow organization, which uh, continues to be an excellent partner with Appleseed, and it continues to sell out their events uh, when we partner with them. And also the uh, Civil Air Patrol. Uh, they're now working with the Civil Air Patrol. And those events, uh, uh, we actually have to make them uh, individual events because they're sold out before they even go in the books, usually. And uh, so, <clears throat> so uh, I can't tell you how important it is, uh, how much of a help it is to you. Uh, it's not more work. It's it's the same amount of work you do for any shoot, and yet uh, the greatest part of the shoot, which is going to be filling the line, is done by the person that you're partnering with. Diva does it. The Civil Air Patrol folks do it. So the greatest part, the the great, the hardest part of the of the event is done for you. So be sure and uh, and talk to. Uh, Lauren LaCrin, double L, on the forum uh, for information on how you can partner with folks and get them to do the heavy lifting for you. All right? I mean, that's really what each and every one of us should be doing. Now, I've been preaching this to you for, well, for almost uh, three years now. We've got almost three years worth of shows racked up. And uh, I've told you in almost every single one that the smartest thing you can do for yourself is to create uh, alliances, and that means uh, working with somebody else who has similar uh, 
missions, and that can be someone like uh, Diva Wow, Women Outdoors Worldwide, who uh, are intent on introducing women to the outdoors and to the sports, shooting sports uh, and everything else. So that's a like goal that we have with them with uh, firearms marksmanship. We have the Civil Air Patrol. They have the same thing. We have uh, the Sons of the American Revolution and Daughters of the American Revolution. And their mission is to preserve the history. Pretty much basically the same thing that RWVA does, which is to honor those who have come before. And uh, the SAR and the DAR, listen, these guys are more than willing, in almost every case that, that I've encountered, to set up an alliance with you, to help you out. Either let you come to, they'll let you come to an event and talk, or they'll be glad to partner with you on helping to set up the event. <clears throat> every time you do this, you get a force multiplier. So it's no longer just you as a shoot boss or a shoot boss and his uh, two-man crew that are trying to uh, promote the event, get it set up, and stuff like that. Now you've got an organization that has uh, from one to uh, an infinite number of workers who are willing to help and work with you and help shoulder some of the load. So so please take, uh, take this as a, a suggestion that you partner with, uh, make an alliance with, with some group. And listen, the, I'm not going to tell you every single group because there are, there are hundreds. They're all out there waiting. You've got the homeschoolers. Uh, if you Google homeschoolers in state uh, XYZ, it'll bring you up uh, usually uh, a huge number of forums and uh, information on the homeschoolers. And you contact one of them and say, look, we'd like to put on an event which is going to satisfy, uh, uh, you know, the outdoor marksmanship plus history, and uh, we'd like for you to help us set it up and, uh, you know, grab uh, another dozen families or so. It seems like they've always been willing to do that. So... So work on setting up an alliance with uh, with a like-minded, a similar organization. And uh, like I said, I'm not going to tell you every single uh, every single group to do this with because uh, because every state's different. All right, You're, every state's going to have some of the same things. Every state's going to have homeschoolers. Every state has SAR, DAR chapters. Uh, uh, as far as I know, uh, groups like DIVA are willing to work uh, with you uh, in every state. Uh, I've been uh, going through the different uh, ladies-only organizations. Uh, and I just use Google to do it. I find some ladies-only organizations, and uh, and I send them letters of introduction. <clears throat> and I've got uh, two other uh, ladies' organizations that uh, – that seem overjoyed uh, to work with Appleseed. Uh, one is going to uh, bring uh, 17 shooters, and the other one I think is going to bring uh, a dozen shooters. So uh, there is uh, half of your line already done for you without you having to do anything. Uh, so instead of trying to reach individuals, talk to the organizations uh, and uh, Every state 
has uh, sheriff's departments. Uh, as you guys know, sheriff's departments, police departments, uh, the uh, state police all shoot free. Be sure and talk to them. Invite them to come. And uh, you don't have to do it all at once, but I'm telling you, 10 minutes, uh, 10 minutes of uh, at an, at, uh, in your email, writing letters, you can send out uh, an email to, I would imagine, uh, at least a dozen different sheriff's departments in 10 minutes, all right? You just take your letter, you write your letter up in, uh, in your documents, uh, you cut and paste it into the email, uh, cut and paste the sheriff's department into the uh, uh, the addressee, uh, title it, uh, cut and paste into the uh, subject with invitation to uh, Apple Seed Rifle Marksmanship event, and hit send. Bang. The next one. Bang. The next one. Bang. And... Uh, and that 10 minutes is going to expose, I would imagine, uh, given a, uh, a fairly decent uh, sheriff's department, which is, I don't know, 50 to 100 officers, you send out a dozen, you've got uh, 1,200 folks that you have exposed to the program in 10 minutes. Now, you do that 10 minutes, for seven days, and uh, you've done uh, 8,400 people that you've invited. And even uh, even at a return rate of only 1%, that's still 84 people, right? So <clears throat> uh, it, it doesn't take a long time. It just takes – it just takes – you being committed and reminding yourself to do it. Uh, the other thing I was going to ask about, and if now, if, if any of you guys have done this uh, and you're listening to me right now, be sure and call in and let me know uh, that you've done it, so that we can uh, we can hear how well it's working or not working. Uh, I'm still waiting for the feedback from from my latest one, and that is. Uh, spending the uh, the ten to twenty bucks it costs to put an ad in your local uh, free newspaper, like the Thrifty Nichols, what we have in Texas. Uh, if you've done that and you have some results, which and it can either be zero or it could be fifty, you know, on how many people that it got to attend, then uh, be sure and call in and let me know. And you know, the only way you're going to find this out is by asking the people who come to the events how they heard about Appleseed uh, or if they heard about it uh, through any print or media. And I always do that uh, first thing Saturday morning. You know, I have the folks uh, at the meet and greet. I introduce myself. I introduce the instructors. I do a quick explanation on the the instructors, uh, on the color of their hats, how they got to be that way, how the folks who are there are attending, uh, you know, are the next logical step, and for them is going to be, uh, you know, getting a hat if they so desire. But I asked the people at the event to uh, introduce themselves and tell the uh, tell everyone how they heard about Appleseed. And that way, I'll know 
I'll know how they're hearing about it. <clears throat> I'll know what uh, uh, where the the money and time and effort for promotions where it is best spent. <clears throat> and uh, right now, of course, it's as the same as always. The the most used, the the most uh, reported method is word of mouth. So, uh, so you can't discount how important it is to tell a friend or loved one about the program. Invite them to the program and to an Appleseed weekend, and get them to come with you. <clears throat> because word of mouth is the it's the easiest, it's the cheapest, and and it is the method that works best. And that is having a having you invite a friend or loved one because it doesn't require a great deal of exposure to the program, all right? And the way it works is this. A uh, a friend or a loved one is uh, asked by you to attend an event, and because uh, they trust you and they trust uh, your judgment, they come to the event. They don't need any other further uh, coaxing or they don't need to see any billboards or write, read any flyers. They're going to take your word that it's a worthwhile event, and they're going to attend. All right, and that's how the majority of folks attend. <clears throat> so make sure that you're working that. Uh, uh, I do it on a daily basis. Uh, I, I don't. Uh, I never feel embarrassed to invite somebody to participate in in an event which has the potential of maintaining the freedoms and liberties that I want to hand down to my family, to my to my children. All right? Uh, any uh, any uh reluctance I feel to talk to a stranger, you know, is swept aside by the fact that that this is a thing I should be doing. Whether I like it or not, this is something that I should be doing and I do it. All right? I mean, that's uh and let me tell you also that the more you, the more times you do it, the easier it'll get. So make sure that you are uh, that you are talking to folks about the program. That you have your elevator speech ready to go. All right, we uh, as I said, if you guys have some, uh, if you have some people you want to thank, or if you have uh, any news that you'd like to uh, me to to get out over the air. Give me a call at 347-308-8790, and we'll get you on the air. Right now we've got Cooper. Cooper, welcome to the show. Greetings, Scout. How are you I, doing uh, this evening? I am doing marvelous. A little, um, My backside's a little sore from driving back and forth from Washburn, but uh, it was it was nice to see uh, a whole different part of the country, but still see that apple cedars are apple cedars no matter where. <laughs> um, I called. I, I called mainly to uh, to congratulate uh, Kent on passing his uh, IIT three PC and Hang Fire on passing his IIT two. Uh, the two of them helped me with the twenty two people who showed up to repel the Northern Invader uh, <laughs> from uh, Missouri and Arkansas. We had just a marvelous shoot. It was incredible. One of our special guests was uh, Beth Schoenberg from Common Sense Coalition, formerly the uh, uh, Dairy Brownfield Show, and a friend of hers uh, that, that uh, 
a sheep were out in Long Rochelle, and we had just an incredibly wonderful weekend. In fact, Beth invited me uh, and interviewed me uh, on her on her blog talk, her her Common Sense Coalition blog talk radio program on uh, on Monday to talk about apathy. Right, right, and uh, she's not just, on the blog was, talk. She's on a regular AM station, so she's on she's, a ton uh, of things. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I saw that. I saw that on her Facebook page, and and don't. Uh, I'm just going to butt in real quick with this, and that is, guys, <clears throat> I'm telling you right now that uh, <clears throat> that the way to get information out today is through the social media. Whether you like it or not, whether you want to be social or not, it doesn't matter. The point is, is that's where everybody is. So do not, uh, don't pass up the. Uh, the usage of Facebook and Twitter, et cetera, to get information out. And then once you get on Facebook, be sure and connect with all the rest of the Appleseed folks on there so that uh, we have a, a good network going to get information out uh, among all of our, all of the people there on Facebook. Uh, I've been pushing the the social media forever and uh, I'm telling you, it, that's uh, that's going to be the the one of the fastest ways, one of the best ways that we can use word of mouth uh, among our friends, relatives, uh, loved ones, etc. All right, so keep going, Cooper. Yeah, I just in fact that's 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 great timing because I I finally broke down and and joined the socialist media movement. Uh, got on Facebook just this week, and I'm frantically making connections with Cedars everywhere. Um, Two other uh, congratulations, uh, Ratchet, uh, Ohio's newest shoot boss. Congratulations, Julia. And then uh, Goldfish is Ohio's uh, newest red hat. So a couple of folks who really committed themselves are are just moving up like gangbusters. It's just it's awesome. Well, that's so I just, great. I just, because I just called to say thanks and and congratulate people on everything they're doing and and. Uh, yeah, keep it up. Sign them up. Well, what do you have coming up there in, in Missouri, Cooper? Well, I'm I'm in Minnesota, so I'm not going to do a whole lot in Missouri this week. No. Um, <laughs> they have a new uh, they have a new uh, a new venue, uh, Dadeville, which I believe they're running this coming weekend. Um, personally, my next stop is going to be the Lady Seed in Calverton, and followed by uh, oh, I lose track of it now. I think I spent the 4th of July weekend in Miamisburg, Ohio. A couple weeks after that, I'm going to shoot Boston, Lodi, Wisconsin. And uh, I, I took a line oh, from Devno. But heck, heck, I haven't volunteered for anything in at least six hours. I just, uh, <laughs> I just signed up for something else this afternoon. I don't even know what it was. It was like, hey, they need people, I'll go. Well, you're living, you're living the life then. Yeah. You're doing exactly what uh exactly what we'd like uh the majority of our shoot bosses to do and that is get out on the trail, uh work different locations, work with different instructors so that uh you can learn from them and they can learn from you because every time you yeah. go to an event, uh if you're any kind of a shoot boss or any kind of instructor, what you're going to be doing the whole time is listening to the people around you, and you're going to be absolutely prepared 
to steal every good technique uh, that uh, that they put out there. You're going to be absolutely right. ready to, to steal it and put it uh, into your book of instruction, into your book of tricks, so that you can use it at the next event. And uh, yeah, every time you do that, you're going to get smarter, you're going to get faster, you're going to be able to uh, jump higher. So that's what we ask folks to do. And uh, what we, the, uh, I mean, if, what we'd really like folks to do, of course, is to have a home range, and then uh, you know to do uh, five or six at their home while they're creating, uh, you know, a good local crew and cultivating their their local range. But then to get out onto the the trail at least at least when they first start, you know, when they're uh, when they're first starting to shoot boss and they're or they're first starting to uh, to learn as IITs and get to as many different events as they can, work under as many different instructors as they can, so that uh, so that they can do a really good job of cross pollinating and learning. Exactly, I've, I've got a list of this. The plan for cross pollination to help saving the nation. It's uh, it definitely is. It, it's inspiring just to see how, no matter how many hundreds of miles apart we are, we're cedars at heart are uh, well, all have the same heart. It's, right. Uh, it's really inspiring. Right. And that, and, but but anyway, always, I, I was going to say that that always and never surprises me you know uh, whenever I go to an event or even if I don't go to someplace uh, different if I'm just doing a uh, you know another I do at least one a month here uh, at my place Uh, and every single time like I said I'm always and never surprised uh, by the folks that show up you know because they are the absolute best folks in the world and I keep thinking, you know, in the back of my head, it's not it's nothing, nothing that I actually uh, vocalize or that I really think is true, but in the back of your head you keep thinking that surely, <clears throat> surely at some point the good folks are going to run out. We're going to start getting uh, the dregs, and uh, it doesn't happen. Nah, you know, the, 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 the dregs good are folks stuck on the just couch. keep showing up. Yeah, yeah the dregs are stuck it. on the couch. That's it. Anyhow, I, I didn't I didn't call it to burn up your burn up all your airtime. I just wanted to call mostly and give you know give thanks to to Kenton Hangfire for helping me out with the 22 people who showed up uh, in Washburn, and uh, pass on thanks to, uh, to to Ratchet and Goldfish, and for that matter, thanks to everybody who's who's putting in the time and effort to get out there, run shoots, attend shoots, promote shoots, and just. Getting people to be better Americans. Uh, and listen, let me at the same time let me thank uh, Ratchet too, and Goldfish. I don't know. Uh, I don't know Goldfish. Is that am I saying it right? Yep. Okay, but I do know Ratchet just from uh, uh, from notes that she's written me and stuff like that, and comments and posts and stuff. And uh, and uh, I'm truly grateful for her in the program. So my congratulations go out to to her and my thanks that uh that she's running with the program. Uh and uh, and, and Goldfish is he's a he's an outstanding young man who who is showing promise in, in becoming a, a future leader for America. Uh and what 
what rank, I say rank, what stage is Goldfish at? Well, he, he just got his red hat. So he's a he's a he's a brand new instructor. Okay, so both both uh, Ratchet and Goldfish both got their red hats. No, Ratchet got her shoot boss hat. She got a green hat. Shoot boss hat. Okay, I was going to say I yeah, thought Ratchet, that uh, Ratchet was had been a uh, full instructor for quite a while. All right, I think I'm finally no, caught up with you now. All right, well, congratulations yeah, think, uh, to Ratchet on her green hat, and congratulations to Goldfish on uh, the uh, full instructor status. You guys have both deserved yeah. it. Yeah, nearly the entire nearly the entire instructor crew for the Lady Seed in Calverton, uh, New York, is going to be, uh, you know, shoot boss, shoot bosses, state coordinators, and uh, just an amazing uh, an amazing collection of talent. So, anybody out there, come to Calverton, learn from the best. All right. Uh... And when is this? When is the Calverton weekend? Uh, Calverton is uh, in two weeks. I think it's like the 25th, 26th. Don't have a calendar right in front of me. It's uh, coming up here right quick. Yeah, 25, 26. Okay. Well, I'm going to be in, once again this time of year, I'll be in New York for the month of July. That's part of my contractual agreement with my wife uh, for our marriage. Uh, I go up to New York every year for about a month, and uh, and while I'm there, I'm blessed by being able to uh, to see all of the New York crew because they've got a great crew in New York. I love Ed uh, Benon and, uh, and, and Josie Wales and Sergeant Rock, <clears throat> They've got an outstanding crew up there. It's a beautiful. Uh, all the locations are are beautiful. Uh, if there's anything that I would complain about, uh, it's just that for the last three years, uh, for the first for the first uh, five or six years, I would go up there in July and I'd be leaving uh, 105 degrees with no wind here, and heading into uh, 65 and 70 degrees in New York for July. And it would also look like a lush tropical rainforest there, uh, but for the last three or three or four years, it has been a a terrible uh, 98 degrees. Uh, you know when we get there. Matter of fact, last year when we got there, they said, "Oh, you just missed by two days. You missed the uh, 70 degree weather, and now it's 98." And the folks in New York, they don't have air conditioners. Because uh, I guess it usually doesn't get that hot. They might, they probably are buying them by now, but uh, they just don't. They don't have uh, central air, and they don't uh, have air conditioners. So, so yeah, we just get to lay on like, top of the sheets in our underwear and sweat. Yeah, that's like he uh, up here in Minnesota. It's like why buy an air conditioner for the four days a year you need it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I'm envious here. I'm envious your time in in, in New York because I really would love to have the time to. Find out more about. I have I have three Cooper ancestors who were uh, Albany, New York militia members in the Revolutionary War. I would love to have time to, to research them more. Well, that's uh, part of what I do while I'm there. Is I go to the the different battlefields and I do research. I dug up. I found uh, uh, relatives from my wife's side uh, at uh, several different battlefields. Uh, 
uh, I've told you guys the story of the Ariskany uh, battle several times because it was such a it was such a fantastic uh, and by fantastic I mean it was great. I just mean it was a uh, it was a very striking battle, uh, one of the bloodiest battles in the American Revolution. But I found relatives there at the Ariskany battlefield uh, from hers from her family, and uh, and that whole area. Uh, you know, New York had a tremendous uh, amount of, uh, of saw a tremendous amount of uh, activity and action during the American Revolutionary War, and then uh, right across the river is uh, Vermont, and uh, you know, and all the rest of New England. And uh, I really enjoyed being up there for that and seeing the uh, seeing the New York crew. You know, they're a good yeah. bunch of folks. I look, I look forward to meeting him in just a couple of weeks. Yeah, I just got a uh, – uh, Rose was mentioning that uh, she's going to be at uh, Calverton, and uh, I wish I could get there soon enough so that I could uh, uh, work with you guys on the shoot because – Yeah, we could use some more cooks. <laughs> well, it's – you know, you you develop these relationships with uh, – with folks in the program, you know, you talk to them oh, yeah. online and stuff like that. But you always want to to meet folks, put a face to the name, uh, meet the folks, and uh, you know, and that helps to that helps to cement the relationship. And uh, yeah. I can't tell you how many times though that uh, that I've gone to an event somewhere and somebody will come up and introduce themselves. I'm I'm uh, you know uh, Joe, John Smith. And I'll shake their hand and say, "Well, it's nice to meet you and stuff." And and then I'll I'll notice that there's you know uh, that seems like that something is wrong. And then what I'll find out is that that's actually uh, uh, you know so and so from the forum. But I, but I only knew them by their forum name, so I didn't know that's yeah. who it was. You know, I wasn't trying to give somebody the cold shoulder. I just didn't know that's who it was. Uh, yeah, but then I'm you get to right meet now, What's I'm that? carrying that on Facebook. I'm carrying that on Facebook. It's like people, you know, people have. I, I only, I know folks by their forum names. Like, oh, right. you're so and so. It's kind of neat. <laughs> right. So, so it's always good to it's always good to meet the folks, you know, in person. Uh, you know, I tell the uh, I tell the story about uh, Guy. You know, I met uh, Guy uh, well many years ago. Uh, right near the beginning, back at uh, the beginning of 2007, I guess, and uh, it was a complete, uh, a complete difference than what I thought because I'd never heard his voice. I'd only seen his writing and stuff, and uh, for some reason, I thought, and of course this 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 made him very unsettled. I thought he was a like a large portly gentleman with like an English accent for some reason. Ah. Uh, uh. But, but you can never tell until you meet the uh, until you meet the folks. So, well, I'm glad that uh, I'm glad that you are getting out and doing that, and uh, and I encourage everybody else, everybody else who can who can spare the time, that if even if you can only do it once a year, try and get out on the road and do an event somewhere else in your state, or if you can get across the state lines, do that. And uh, and meet the rest of the folks 
put a face to a name, uh, shake their hands, share some stories, share a meal, a cup of coffee, and uh, and get your strengthen your bond with uh, your fellow yep. apple eaters. Cross pollination for the sake of the nation. Right. Sounds and, good. Uh, well, Scott, I want to sign off because I my dinner is getting cold. So I'm all right. Not not that not that you're not nourishing me with no, your information. No, no, yeah, I, I I heard you. I heard you. If I, if I, if I wait too much longer, Jackie the rifle dog is going to steal it from me. So. All right. Well, listen. You going. take care of yourself, brother. Uh, tell everybody in Calverton I said hi, and that I'll be there uh, uh, in a couple of weeks after that. Sounds good. All right. You take keep, care. Keep up the good work. Thanks. All Bye. right. Bye bye. All right. Let's uh, let's take another six zero eight caller. Uh, area code six zero eight four six nine. You're on there. Uh, hey, Scout, it's Auntie Bellum. I was just calling to listen tonight. Well, hey, Auntie. Too bad because uh, uh, the call screener didn't get to you in time to say you were just listening. Your your little information blank was, was still blank, so you're on the air now. I'm glad Uh-oh. you called in. Welcome <laughs> to the show. Well, thank you. <laughs> I miss you guys. How is, uh, how is your significant uh, other? Doing well, doing well. And what are you guys up to this month? Oh, well, let's see. Last weekend, he was in Bloomington, Illinois, um, and I was at Atlanta, Indiana. There's an AIBC coming up in Indiana later this month, so we'll keep busy. Well, good, because uh, Auntie was here at the RBC, uh, let's see, at the beginning of the year, and uh, and then... In November. No, yeah, in November, at the end of the year last year. Yeah. And that was followed by the AIBC, where uh, where she uh, ran Fred through the ringer. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> but you guys uh, did a great job at the AIBC, at the RBC. And uh, and then from what I hear, I was running the uh, the Appleseed while you're doing the AIBC, but uh, from what I hear, you, you guys... Uh, did uh, keep Fred awake during the AIBC? We did. We, we learned a lot and had a good time. Well, good. What's uh, what's on the schedule so far with uh, uh, for you guys come in the month coming up in July? Oh well, let's see. In June, we still have a. Um, Bedford this coming weekend. At the end of the month, we have North Border County. Um, July, we have, oh, let's see, Ossian, Indiana, which is by Fort Wayne. We have Nashville, Indiana, which I hear we have some border raiders from Ohio and Idaho coming. All right. That'll be good. Um, Oh, my goodness, what else? Riley, Indiana, Cloverdale, Indiana. We've got a packed schedule for the summer. Well, you know, I was talking to uh, Cooper just a few minutes ago about uh, apple cedars, about the instructors traveling and meeting folks and stuff. And I'll, mm-hmm. there's only one one bad part t- to that, and that is this: you get to meet folks like uh, uh, like Antebellum, and you get to see what genuinely 
good, kind people they are. And then they get in their car and they drive, uh, uh, you know, 800 to 1,000 miles away. So uh, if there's a bad part to it, that's the only bad part is that. Sure, you make good friends and you don't get to yeah. see them all that often. But Right. Okay. So, but uh, but it's good to know, you know, even if we don't get to uh, to see you guys, it's good to know that that uh, all across the nation there are genuinely good people, that, that our nation is peopled with genuinely good people. And every time I meet somebody and... Uh, it, it just helps put another, uh, another lay another plank down to let me know that uh, that that there's a lot more hope left in this nation than what I was willing to believe, you know, five or six years ago. So that Absolutely. that always keeps me going. Yeah, apple cedars are good people. Well, any uh, is there anybody you'd like to pat on the back, Andy Bellum, or give congratulations oh. to? Anybody pass their PC, new red hats, uh, drag in a new location, did a good job on a shoot, shot the rifle standards, anything like that? Oh, my goodness. Well, you know, there were so many great people at Atlanta, Indiana this past weekend. It was so hot. It got up to 97, so the first really hot day of the year, and everyone hung in there, so that was great. Wow. The only thing missing was like a short – like a short 15-minute rain, you know, so that... Uh, that would have been great. <laughs> yeah, so that you guys could have boiled at the same time. Well, that's true. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. Well, it sounds yeah, we've got great. some like good I, orange hats coming up, so I think we'll have some new red hats soon, too. So. Okay, do you know offhand how many instructors uh, that you guys have uh, on the rolls in your state? Oh, my goodness. I, and I know it changes all the time, but I just didn't know if you had it, any idea of how yeah. many. Yeah, half a dozen shoe bosses, you know, another handful of red hats. We probably have a dozen, 15, maybe even 20 orange hats hanging around. So right. we've got a good group coming through. Yeah. Right. Well, listen, we I, know, I know you know this, but I'm going to tell everybody else that's listening, too. That is that <clears throat> along with filling the lines, uh, one of the most important things that we need to be doing as instructors, and, and really as everybody uh, everybody involved with the program, but especially instructors, is making sure that the minute you uh, that you the, that you become an instructor, uh, that you pass your IIT one, that you get somebody else and make sure that they're behind you and uh, that they are following you into the ranks so that uh so that your instructor crew is expanding and uh, everybody uh, I've always seen everybody do a good job at this so I know that I'm I'm preaching to the choir but I I just want to remind everybody once again is that don't hold an event without uh without getting somebody at that event without speaking to somebody at that event uh about becoming an instructor. Now, of course, speak to everybody about it. What I'm talking about is that, you know, and most of you that are instructors, you're familiar with this. You go to an event, you do the shoot, and at the end of the shoot, there'll be uh, one or two people that are going to hang around. They want to hang around and talk to you. And the reason that they do that is because the program resonates in them. 
And when you see those people, be sure and spend the time talking to them. Heck, if you're if they're if they seem like they're instructor material, go ahead and uh, invite them to the instructor dinner. Take them to the instructor dinner with you. Get them to bond with you, uh, so that they feel that they are part of the program, and that they feel like there is a uh, a future for them as an apple seed instructor. We're we're always in need of instructors, and uh, and so like I said, I'm sure you guys are doing this, but I just want to remind everybody to please. Uh, make sure that you are doing your best to recruit out of your events. Uh, one or two instructors per event if you can. <clears throat> All right, Auntie Bellum, did uh, you have anything else that you want, or did I uh, put you on the spot already enough? <laughs> well, you know, while I'm on, I might as well put out a call for help. Um, okay. If there's anyone who really likes to sit down at their computer and check their PMs on the forum every night and just put in, you know, 20 minutes, a half hour, I have a job I could really use some hands for. So if anyone's interested, let me know. Okay. Well, there you guys got it. There's a, uh, there is a job. Uh, I don't want to call it a job. There is an opportunity, a challenge for you guys, for a way for you to become involved. And, this can be anybody. It doesn't. You don't have to be an instructor to do this. You don't have to. You don't have to be anything other than uh, willing to devote your 20 minutes uh, to answering questions or answering PMs and stuff like that. And listen, I, I, every state is going to need this. Uh, I'm sure that Andy Bellum speaks for all uh, all 48 states now, and by the end of August for all 50 states, because every state. Uh, could use a hand doing this. So if you are, uh, okay, you are in Indiana. No. Yes. Indiana, okay. If you're mm-hmm. in Indiana and uh, or part of the Indiana crew already and you would like to, uh, you say, hey, look, I've got uh, 15, 20 minutes, 25 minutes that I can put in uh, on an evening helping with uh, doing some admin stuff, and please contact Auntie Bellum on the forum. Send her a PM, and uh, I have no doubt that that she will uh, find some good stuff for you to do. And don't worry about uh, don't worry about uh, thinking that uh, that if you if you contact her that you won't hear back from her or anything like that. Because I've told you guys already a hundred times that the women, the apple seed women, are a dangerous lot because. Uh, when you ask them to do something, they're going to do it. So make sure before you ask them to do something that you really want it done because uh, if you ask them to do something, they're going to get it done. So contact Auntie Bellum on the forum if you can yes, help and it, out. It doesn't have to be Indiana. I mean, this is actually a national job, so anybody who has the time, it's not super technical. I'm not asking you to program anything because I wouldn't know how to do that to begin with. So. <laughs> okay, it's anybody. Just, yeah. Absolutely. Anybody then. So that, listen, uh, uh, we've got a pretty large audience. Uh, we've got a nationwide audience. So anybody that would like to help, please give uh, uh, send her a PM and let her uh, get you started. If you're looking for, a, if you're just sitting there tonight, or if you're just listening, saying, you know, I'd really like to help out, but I have no idea how to get started. There's your in. All right. Well, you got anything else? 
No, that's good. You know, keep up the great work. Thanks for doing this every single week. Hey, no problem. Well, listen, I'm going. I'm not going to hang up on you. So if you're just listening, you can continue to listen. I'm going to take a, another caller though. Thank you, Andy Bellum. Thank you for great. what Thanks, you do. Thank you. And uh, and uh, tell your beau I said howdy. Will do. All right. Good night. Take care. All right. Uh, we've got another caller here, Unbridled Liberty. Welcome to the uh, show. Howdy, Scout. How you doing? Well, I'm doing just great. How about yourself? I'm doing fine, thanks. Hey, the reason I called, uh, I called uh, several weeks ago and told you about um, my son who shot riflemen at right. threatened Kentucky. And um, you asked me to call back in a few weeks and to put him on the phone. So he's sitting here next to me. If you would like to talk to him. Well, I would love to. And what's his, uh, uh, you don't have to tell me his foreign name. What's his first name? His name's Garrett. Garrett? Okay. Hey, Garrett. Welcome to the show. How are you this evening? Pretty good. And uh, let's see. I believe your dad told me you were 16. Uh, fifteen. Fifteen? Okay. Uh, almost the same thing. It was just that little that little driver in the front seat with you thing, right? Yep. All right. Well, <clears throat> your dad, of course, he's spoken, he's called in several times, he's spoken very, very highly of you. And, uh, and uh, I want to give you my thanks because, uh, you know, what you're doing, it seems like a very... Uh, uh, very simple kind of thing. Uh, you're going with your dad to a shoot. You're listening to some history, and, and you're learning to shoot. And it seems like it's no big deal, but yet it is a big deal, Garrett. And I want to thank you for uh, for going with your dad of your own free will and not uh, going kicking and screaming, and then doing a good job. Uh, you've you've certainly made your father proud, and even though I don't know you, you make you've made me very proud also. Well, thank you. Uh, whenever he told you he was going to take you to an Appleseed event, what was that? What was on your? What did you think was going to? It was going to be like, or what was on your mind? Was it like, oh no, I'm going to go to this thing, or, or what, what were you thinking? Well, to be honest, I wasn't really looking forward to it at first. Well, he was always going to him and stuff, and I just didn't think it was something I'd like to do. I thought it was going to be kind of like intense. <clears throat> I was mess up and make a fool of myself. But I got there, and everyone was really nice, and I just kind of fit right in. Well, perfect. And I know it doesn't sound like, you know, I, I remember being uh, just barely, because, like, I'm an old dude now, but uh, I can barely, re- I can remember being uh, 14, 15, 16, and I'm thinking back. Uh, of course, now, I would have, I probably would have been game for it because that was kind of my thing back then. But I can I can certainly think uh, in that same mindset, which was I don't want to go do something with my dad, uh, you know, where are the where's the music, where are the chicks at, and uh, and uh, and I've seen a lot of young folks that uh, come to Appleseed events, and I've seen a lot of I've seen a lot of folks that show up with uh, uh, what are the music things, iPods, with the iPods in their ears and their they're, when they first get there, they're rolling their eyes. But uh, after a couple of hours, 
they start applying themselves, and by the end of the day on Saturday, they're like, man, uh, they're asking their folks if they can come back uh, for the next day. And uh, and the program, and I'm sure you realize this because you've been to it now, but the program, uh, it's not just a... It's not just a uh, a weekend of instruction and shooting, right? Because I'm sure that uh, while you were there, it made you think, didn't it, about about what our nation is about, about the folks that uh, that came before you, so that you could have the nation that we have now. I mean, that's what you that's what you heard while you were there, right? Yep. What did you think about the history? Well. <laughs> It's history, you know. You can't. I don't really enjoy it, but it's always good to hear. <laughs> well, listen. I'm not going to say anything bad about that because, uh, because let's see, you're 15, so let me put uh, another uh, 30 years on that. Yeah, another 30 years on that. And I was reading. Uh, did you ever read the? Uh, the columns that Fred writes in Shotgun News. Your dad ever sit you down to read one of those? No, I don't think so. Well, I did. I read one of them, and uh, I was the first paragraph. Fred was talking about the Revolutionary War and about the history and uh, the folks fighting the battles and stuff. And I read it, and, I, and about halfway through the first paragraph, I thought, "Oh my gosh." Why? Why is he going on and on about this? This is a revolutionary war. It was 200-plus years ago. It's all dusty, dank, moldy history. Why won't he be quiet? And uh, and then uh, I guess it took me uh, several months, but I finally made the connection. And, of course, I felt bad after that. And I'm not trying to make you feel bad because... You 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 got another thirty years before you had to feel bad about it. But uh, uh, I felt bad because I thought, oh my gosh, I can't uh, I can't read this this ten minutes of uh, of writing without getting aggravated about the Revolutionary War and and remembering that you know that I owe these folks uh, a debt that I can never repay. So. Uh, so I'm right there with you, Garrett. Not anymore, but I but I was right there with you uh, just a few years ago. <clears throat> what about the shooting? Uh, had you done much shooting before you went to the event? Oh yeah, I go to the range with my dad a lot because he's really into guns. He has like I don't know about 500 guns, you know. So we go okay. to the range a lot and we do some shooting and stuff. And I think. I think I had just been to the range before the Appleseed shoot, and I'd shot his M1 Grand and something else. But, yeah, I do a lot of shooting with him. Okay. And did you shoot uh, the Rifleman Standards at your first event? Oh, uh, yeah. Excellent. Excellent. And listen, let me give you a little warning, too. Is If you tell people that your dad has 500 guns, don't tell them where he lives, okay? <laughs> I think he's... Uh, thought of that before. <laughs> uh, well, what about uh, what about working with your dad? Maybe uh, one or two weekends uh, a year uh, on helping to instruct. 
Would that be something you might think about? Well, he's actually, I think he just told me that like about five or ten minutes ago, that I, if I came to another Appleseed, then they'd ask me to do something about volunteering. And so it sounds pretty cool. I've been haven't really been thinking about it, but I guess now I am thinking about it. So, well, listen, we need you, Garrett. We need you to help carry on this tradition, and uh, and it doesn't take a lot of time. All right. I mean, you're like you said, you already do the shooting uh, on a regular basis. You've got the skills. If you can come to an event and you can shoot the rifleman standards at your first event, then then you have the skills to shoot. Now all you need is just a little bit of help to learn how to teach those skills and pass them on because knowledge, the ability to shoot uh, is good. But what's even better than that, Garrett, is the ability to pass that on, to be a teacher. It's very rewarding. And, uh, and I can also tell you that it will help you out a great deal later on in life. You know, if you devote at least uh, a year or two to this, it's going to help you out a tremendous amount uh, later on in life. So, and I imagine it's going to it would get you a lot of good brownie points with your dad. You're gonna you're gonna need that, Garrett. You're almost 16, all right. That's when that's whenever the uh, the dad can I get a car and stuff like that questions start coming up, and you're gonna need some brownie points. Well, well you gotta drive somehow. <laughs> yeah. Well, see, there you go. Uh, and I bet uh, you know. I bet he'd be more than willing to to uh, to let you drive to the events, you know. And uh, you know, there's nothing cooler than a guy uh, in a car behind the driver's seat, uh, you know, uh, driving to a rifle marksmanship event, and uh, uh, you know, playing some good Revolutionary War music. And uh, <laughs> so, thank you, Garrett. Thank you for. Uh, for taking the time and coming to an event, and I hope that you'll think about becoming an instructor. I know, like I said, I know this is, I know from what your dad has said that your involvement in this has made him very proud, and uh, like I said, it's made me very proud too. And I hope that you continue on with it. And if you do, then I would like for you to, uh, I'd like for you to call back into the show and let me know how it's going. Okay. All right. Well, thank you, Garrett. Uh, Hand the phone back to your dad so I could tell him thanks, too. Okay. Hey, Scout. Hey, he sounds like a good man. He is. He's a wonderful young man. Well, I don't know if you heard it or not, but I was telling him that uh, that if he kept on uh, going with you and kept on helping you, that, uh, that that would probably earn him some brownie points, which he's really going to need in the next year. And uh, he seemed to he, he seemed to agree with that. Oh, absolutely! I have some things in mind. Well, good. Well, what you're doing is ab is is the absolute uh, best thing that you can be doing. You know, nowadays folks don't take the time to spend any time with their kids. You know, we live in such a such a breakneck. Uh, culture, such a breakneck society that everybody's always rushing off to do this and rushing off to do that, and people don't sit down at the dinner table and listen to their kids, and they don't take their kids 
uh, places. They don't pass down tradition and culture and heritage. And uh, I don't know of very many things that are more important than that. And so what you're doing is absolutely right. Thank you, Scott. Well, what do you guys have coming up? What was the what was the last event that you were at? Uh, the last one was the the Crittenden shoot, uh, where where he shot riflemen. But we've got a uh, I, I volunteered as Apple Corps for Carrollton, Kentucky, at the end of this month, and um, I'm hoping he goes with me. I'm not going to force him, but I hope he goes. Okay. And last time I talked to you, we were talking about you possibly becoming an instructor. Is that still uh, on the table? No, no, I don't think so. I'm uh, Apple Corps, and I'm also involved with Adaptive Appleseed. I I got my hands full, I think, with those two things. Hey, listen, that's that, that's plenty good, then. That's plenty good. Uh, the Adaptive Appleseed program is very important, and uh, anytime we have somebody who's stepping up to the plate and volunteering to uh, to take on some of that responsibility, then uh, those folks are golden. So, so thank you for doing that. Uh, oh, you're welcome. And uh, like I said, your son sounds like uh, he said. Uh, I guess uh, he said five or ten minutes ago he got the word that uh, that uh, he might be hearing somebody ask him to to help out with the instructing, and it sounds like he's considering it. So, I ho- I gave him my words of encouragement because I hope that he does. And I told him, and I'll tell you the same thing that, and you already know this. But I told him that uh, that devoting, uh, you know, uh, a year of his life to doing something like that, and, and I don't mean a year every day, I mean like, you know, four or five weekends during the year, is going to be extremely valuable to him later on in life if he, uh, if he did decide to, uh, you know, to become an instructor and to uh, assist in the instruction that... Uh, that it's going to be very, very valuable uh, for the rest of his life. Not just uh, not just learning the skills and techniques it takes to be an instructor, but also uh, also meeting the people that you're going to meet uh, as an instructor. So I hope that he does that. And, I'm, I'm, and my thanks to him for for going to an event. Uh, it, if not 100% voluntary, then uh, at least he wasn't kicking and screaming. And my thanks to you for taking him, for exposing him to it, and for doing the work that you're doing. You know, without you, without you and your son, there would be no Appleseed Project. Without the folks like you and your son, there would be no Appleseed Project. We would just, we would just be some other. Uh, some other organization with just a name and nobody in it without folks like you and your son, without your family. So my my sincere thanks to you. Well, thank you, Scout. And I, I want to say that I did hear uh, I did hear him talk, and uh, he slightly exaggerates on a couple of points. I don't have 500 guns. I wish I did, but I don't have any. <laughs> yeah. And well, I think he likes history more than what he lets on. Right, right. Oh, definitely. Well, I got, I have children too, and my kids, you know, they will end up saying that 
something like that sometimes. Oh, my dad, he he's got a hundred guns in his you know right there in his room, and I say, okay, that's 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 not something we tell anybody about <laughs> because because firearms are one of those things that uh, that a, a collector of firearms for some reason uh, you know has a stigma attached to it. And uh, uh, and I'm sure it looks like a hundred. Uh, it's uh, it's not quite a hundred. I'm sure it looks like it though. But uh, <clears throat> but uh, but they ha- they are becoming slowly familiar with each of them. You know, I've told the I have five girls, and I've told all of them. I said, look, you, there's going to be things you want from me and from your mother. Uh, you know, in the coming years, I said, and uh, and. In order to get those, you're going to have to do certain things, too. And one of those is learning to shoot. You're all going to have to shoot, and not just shoot, but you're all going to have to shoot well uh, with the majority of the firearms that we own. You're going to have to be able to change your own oil. You're going to have to be able to uh, fix uh, the flat on your car. You're going to have to be able to... uh, to, uh, you're going to have had to have been exposed to doing a uh, brake job, replacing the uh, the pads on your brakes. Uh, you're going to to drive a tractor, and they, they're all already driving. Uh, even the nine-year-old is uh, they're all already driving. So, uh, so there's uh, uh, you know there's uh, I, I appreciate what you're doing uh, with your family. Well, now, is it just the son? I can't remember if you told me if it was just a son or if you had a daughter, too. Oh, no. He's the youngest. I've got three daughters. I've got one that just graduated from college, one who's a senior in college, and then he's got a uh, junior uh, high school. Okay. So, no, there's no way that you have 400 guns now because you would have had to have sold at least 300 of them to, uh, <laughs> to pay for that. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, Anything else that you'd like to get out uh, or mention while you're on there? Any thanks to anybody or uh, or any news about any upcoming events or any help that you need? Uh, if you you could probably use some help with the uh, adaptive program in your area, why don't you uh, put out a call for that? Sure, we could always use uh, we could always use help in that area. Uh, getting shooters with disabilities on the line and uh, being a resource for uh, Bosses and instructors, uh, you know, um, there's a there's a, a section of the forum for adaptive apple seed. If uh, people aren't familiar with that, you ought to go and check it out. There's some pictures there, um, the after action reports uh, about how shooters are accommodated with disabilities, and it can be extremely enlightening if you're not uh, if you're not familiar with working with individuals with disabilities. Right. And uh, and that's something that you're going to cut that that every instructor, uh, as far as I know, every instructor you're going to come upon that situation because uh, because it just so happens that uh, that most of the folks who are challenged in some way uh, are also going to rise above that challenge and uh, they're going to. Uh, they're going to continue living their life, and one of the ways they're going to live it is by uh, learning to shoot. You know, I've got, uh, I've, I've had a great number of folks who have been challenged, uh, and it could be anything from, uh, from veterans 
I've had uh, a lot of veterans, and a lot of times the guys will call and they'll say, "Look, I'd like I'd really like to come to an event, but I don't know if I would be if it'd be okay for me to come or not because basically uh, I've been shot to just rag dolls and I can't hardly get in any of the positions." And uh, and of course I tell them, I go, "Look, you come to the event and I'll do whatever it takes to get you on the line. If I got to build something for you, I'll build it." But whatever it takes to get you on the line, I will get you on the line. And you don't worry about anything else. You you get here, and we will get you on the line shooting. And uh, and uh, any time somebody wants to come to an event, I, I always do the same thing, whether they have whether they're a challenge or not. If they want to come, I'm going to try and do everything I can to get them to an event. And I'm certainly going to make it uh, do everything I can to make it available to folks. Uh, who have some type of challenge that they're attempting to uh, uh, to overcome in order to learn to shoot. So if any of you guys, uh, uh, and where are you at, uh, Liberty? Uh, I'm in Lexington, Kentucky. In Kentucky, and, uh, all right. Yeah, and I'll tell you what, I just want to say one thing, how I got involved with adaptive apple seed. I, I actually work with people with disabilities uh, for a living, and um, I've done this for 19 years. And I went to my first Appleseed shoot, and um, they were, you know, uh, when we got to the part where we were shooting the AQT and uh, different stages, and the, and the, the shoot, uh, the, uh, the line boss and the shoot boss were instructors were, were telling us, uh, you know, uh, what we're doing for this stage, you know, load, load two and eight, and then you're going to shoot so many at this target and then so many at that target and so forth. And I was just getting, you know, I'm a, I think I'm a fairly bright individual, but I was just, I was having a hard time keeping track of how many at each one and how many seconds and you know, all these different things. And, and so when I when I left there, you know, I thought, you know, uh, I should come up with some kind of cue card that explains to me visually because I'm a visual learner. Um, the different stages of the AQT. So I, I put together an AT, AQT cue card to help people um, with that same kind of, uh, you call it disability, you call it impairment, um, challenge, whatever you want to call it. Now, and the reason I mention that is because I guarantee you that all the, um, the shoot bosses out there and instructors have worked with people with disabilities, they just may have not have known it because not all disabilities are visible. We always think of the people in the wheelchairs or the uh, the people with maybe an amputation or you know these major kind of things, hearing impairments and so forth. But there's a lot of people um, like myself with some kind of a uh, learning disability or uh, ADD, ADHD. They can all affect this kind of. Uh, uh, reception of uh, of information, especially verbal information like that. Well, so you just said uh, you're you're absolutely correct, and you just said uh, folks that are hearing impaired, because obviously, if you're hearing impaired, if I tell you, all right, we're gonna we're going to prep two and eight, we're gonna shoot five and five, then that means nothing to them, because because they couldn't hear a thing that I said. And also, one of the things that I've been learning, and please, uh, uh, ladies, don't. Uh, don't take this badly because uh, it's something that actually has helped me as an instructor, and that is that, that women and men do not learn things the same way. Uh, and I've learned it from my wife. And uh, if you guys listen to Judy Rhodes from uh, Diva, the Diva Wow, 
when she was on the show. On the show. <clears throat> she said this herself. You know, women are much more, uh, when it comes to learning, much more visual than men. If I say prep two and eight, shoot five and five, then uh, it means something different to the guys and to the girls. If I could hold up a card like you're talking about, and I, I've actually done a great deal of work now on making sure that I have more visual things. If I can hold up a card, then that uh, that does nothing but make the instruction more clear. So I think that's a great uh, a great job that you're doing. Have you put any of this information online anywhere that uh, the rest of us can access it? Yeah, sure did. It's uh, it's on the Adaptive Appleseed forum. You can download it in PDF format. Um, you can you're free to print it out. Uh, what I did is I printed them out and uh, had them laminated and took them to well I took it took it to um, the Staples I think it was or Office Office Depot one of those and I uh, had them laminated and spiral bind it with a little cover and so um, what I do encourage people to do is uh, is lay it down right next to them, open it up to the stage that you're shooting, and then you have a, a quick reference. You can kind of just glance away from your sights for a second if you need to and glance down at it without even breaking your cheek weld or anything if you put it in the right place. And just glance at it and say, oh, that's right, I've got to shoot three at this one or whatever. And then uh, I've designed it so when you flip it over, uh, the uh, the safety uh, the, the ceasefire safety uh, rules are on the back side, and and all the steps for that are listed out visually and um, you know in text one two three four five and so forth. So uh, it it's also I think it it can contribute to uh, increased safe, range safety as well. That's an excellent idea. You know when I first started the program, I was like I was very much a, a purist as far as uh, I didn't want to use any aids. Uh, I just wanted myself and a rifle uh, in order for me to instruct. And that works okay if you were talking to, if I'm talking to uh, a group of guys uh, who are veterans uh, in the military and they've been shooting uh, for a good amount of time, etc. That works good for that. And that's who I was mainly teaching in the beginning. But what I've come to realize is that uh, I don't go overboard with it, but the more visual aids that you have uh, for some of the more complex uh, sections, the better off that you are. Uh, when you're talking to folks about a sight picture, the best thing you can do is have a, uh, a large representation of the sight picture there. Because when I talk to shooters, uh, or veterans and stuff like that, folks who have spent a good deal shooting. If I say that you want the front sight blade centered and at the same height as the rear notch, then they understand what I'm talking about because they've been doing it for a long time. But if you haven't, then basically what you're hearing from me is blah, 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 blah. Uh, because what I'm saying isn't meaning anything if it's not attached to a visual representation of what I'm talking about. So... Uh, so I am all for that. I'm going to take a look at the stuff that you have uh, posted on there, Liberty, because uh, that sounds like a very a very good thing to have. Because uh, especially like at the end of the day on Saturday, <clears throat> uh, people have just started doing the AQT, but they're worn out from the day, and we have given them so much information that it's starting to run out of their ears and nose, etc. 
And if I can hold up something to give them a visual so that they'll understand uh, better what the uh, uh, the course of fire is for, especially for stage two and three. One and four is not too bad because you got one magazine, all ten rounds uh, on one target in stage one, and one magazine of ten rounds, and then you're going to just shoot a, a very logical pattern in, in five minutes on four. But stage two and three, uh, people get very nervous about that because we're asking to, to do multiple things under time constraints. You know, we've got... Uh, position change, magazine change, and target change under uh, pretty severe time constraints. And that uh, that's a lot for people to do and keep track of. So I think that uh, for them to be able to see a good visual representation of what we're asking them to do as far as uh, the, uh, the course of fire, then uh, that's certainly a big plus. And where is this at? This is in the adaptive section. Yes, it's the Adaptive Appleseed section of the forum. Okay. It's pretty fine. Uh, there's also um, there's also a, a resource I put on there for um, people with uh, visual impairments, uh, specifically those like me who can't, uh, who can no longer get the front sight in focus, and uh, how to create um, a pinhole, uh, a piece, basically just a piece of tape with a pinhole in it put over your glasses and how that can sharpen the front sight. So there's a, there's all kinds of things on there. Not just I'm not just saying my stuff, but there's all kinds of contributions from people on there, ideas for different things, and it's a great resource for for instructors uh, to just check that out. Okay. And listen, uh, folks, uh, please take a few minutes to do this because uh, what it sounds like that, uh, that Liberty has created <coughs> is – it sounds like a good idea. I, I know that there. I doubt there's an instructor out there who has gotten to the end of the day on Saturday and is in the middle of an AQT that hasn't had at least one or two people say, "Wait, wait, what? What are we shooting? What are we shooting?" Because, uh, and that's normal. All right, that's that's a normal question for folks to have then because. Uh, because we're pushing them through the AQT and we're shooting with different numbers of rounds in different magazines on different targets with different time constraints. And uh, if we can give them a better way to understand it, then that only helps us because uh, every time you have to stop and answer a question, that's going to take uh, three to five seconds. Uh, you do that a couple of hundred times a day and uh, and the time adds up. So anytime you can make what you're trying, uh, the uh, skills or techniques that you are trying to uh, to give to the folks. Anytime you can make it more clear, then uh, uh, then I suggest you do so. <clears throat> yeah, and uh, the, old, the other thing, Scout, real quick, and is um, if you, uh, as a shooter, have experienced some kind of difficulty shooting for for whatever reason, just just like me with the uh, the, the stage of the AQT and all the details of that and, and the not being able to get the front sight in focus. And there must be something, uh, you know, some kind of impairment that somebody's come across and said, you know, I'm, I'm having a hard time. Well, you're a great candidate to go onto the Adaptive Appleseed Forum, and if you have a solution, by all means post it uh, or just a suggestion what, what can be done. This is what I did, and and this is what helped me, or I found I had difficulty with this, so I had, don't have a solution. 
so you can actually contribute to adaptive apple seed in that that respect as well. That that you coming from the aspect you as a shooter have trouble with something, whatever it is, some aspect of it. Uh, either right. Hearing in the the physical aspects, uh, cognitive, whatever it might be, and you can get on that adaptive apple seed form and contribute by your solution, uh, your suggestions, your questions. Uh, how can this be done? So. Everybody can get on there and contribute and and benefit from this. Yeah, and listen, I want to uh, also suggest for any of the folks that uh, that that have some type of uh, challenge that they're facing and they're coming to an event, talk to the shoot boss uh, either beforehand or when you get there. Talk to the shoot boss and let them know and say, look, uh, <clears throat> because we're all all of the shoot bosses, uh, all of the instructors. Uh, are we're all willing to help? All right, nobody's going to say, "Oh, great, here's a here's somebody that we're going to have to coddle or something like that." None of us. Uh, I've never met anybody that thinks that, and uh, everybody is willing to help out. So if you get there and you go, "Hey, uh, listen, uh, I'm I'm hard of hearing," uh, you know, and uh, you know, make sure you yell at me or whatever then uh, you can make sure that that guy is uh, right there in front of the, where the line boss is going to be and that uh, that you let the other instructors know that uh, this particular individual, uh, make sure that, uh, you know, that he's getting the instruction as far as uh, the line commands and stuff, that he's hearing it, uh, or if somebody needs uh, uh, any other kind of help, the shoot bosses uh, are more than willing to make uh, all the accommodations that they can in order to to get you on the line and shoot, so don't don't let uh, the, any kind of physical challenges or any kind of uh, uh, learning challenges, etc. Don't let any of that stop you because because we are here uh, to make sure that everybody uh, who comes to an event that everybody uh, gets a good uh, that gets the same. Uh, skills and techniques taught to them, uh, no matter what we have to do to get it done. And uh, like I said, I've uh, I, I've done a great deal. Uh, I've built things to help people. I know plenty of stories of other folks who have, uh, they've built a table for shooters. Uh, I've sandbagged plenty of shooters. Uh, you know, I've had... Uh, uh, I've had plenty of folks who couldn't do movement. I kept them in the prone uh, during uh, the majority of the shooting, etc. Whatever it takes to get the person on the line and shooting is what we want to do to help out. And uh, and you're always going to benefit from that person being on your line. All right, you got anything else uh, that you would like to uh, put out? No, Scout, I thank you, though. Uh, thanks for having me on, and, and my son as well. Listen, you're always welcome. And uh, and the invitation to uh, to call in, make sure that you, uh, every time you guys go to an event or you get you go to another uh, milestone or something, be sure and call in and uh, and let me know about it because uh, because now we all we all have uh, you know some investment in uh, in you and Garrett, and we want to hear how things go. We want to hear. Uh, uh, if he decides to take uh, the orange hat, we, we want to hear whenever he gets his car, when he drives you to the first apple seed, uh, and oh. that you made it back safely. 
better believe if he decides to take a hat, I will call back and uh, and I will tell y'all. All right, and then be sure and tell him too that uh, that I'm not shining him on when I tell him that I'm proud of him. All right, I am proud of him. All right, I'm proud of you too, Dad. Uh, well, thanks. All right, God bless you and yours, and uh, keep the faith and continue on uh, with what you're doing because it's the right thing. You too, Scout. Listen, any time that we can help with uh, trying to drum up you, drum you up uh, some help or anything else, you call in for that too. If you guys, uh, if you have something else that you're getting ready to do on uh, adaptive, or uh, if you need some more help or something. Uh, call in for that. We'll see if we can't drum you up some more help for that. Okay, I appreciate that. I will keep that in mind. All right. Thank you, sir. Have a good evening. All right, you too. Good All right, bye bye. All right. Uh, that that is exactly what I'm talking about, and uh, uh, the the folks like that. I mean, that's. Uh, you know, there's a lot of work to apple seed. There's a lot of work to it, and uh, and uh, you know, if it weren't for the folks that show up at apple seeds, a lot of times I'm uh, I know that I've asked myself at times, especially with just with asking for help from from folks uh, either on the forum or other volunteers and stuff like that. And everybody has a life. Everybody has stuff there that they. That they got to do, and everybody's busy, and uh, and I understand that. But still, sometimes you get you get a little bit uh, you get a little bit down because uh, things aren't going as fast as you want them to go. Lines aren't getting filled out uh, as quickly as you wish that they you would, and and you get a little bit uh, you get a little bit uh, low sometimes. But then the event will come. And you'll meet the people there, and you'll meet folks like Unbridled Liberty and Garrett, and uh, and and then you get renewed. You're you get recharged because uh, you know even if it's just even if it's just them, even if it was just those two that came to an event. And uh, I've had uh, I've had times when I've only had one or two people at an event, and you know what? <clears throat> that was enough. That was enough to recharge me. Because the the people that came, they wanted to learn. They wanted to learn. It mattered to them what we were doing, what the program was doing. It mattered to them what I was, my involvement in it. Uh, they were grateful to the program for giving the giving them the opportunity to learn the skills and techniques required to put them on the path to becoming a rifleman, and to hear about the history of our nation and to hear about the the debt that we owe and their responsibility as Americans and that recharged me. That made that made the previous months uh work it made it worthwhile. And uh, so I'm very uh I'm very grateful for folks like that. And uh I've heard that the story many times, and I, I know that Garrett, you know, he, he's 15, so he couldn't be like too uh, excited about it because that wouldn't be cool. But uh, nonetheless, uh, and I've seen this over and over myself. 
I've seen the kids who come to an event and and like I said, they're sitting there in the lawn chairs and they're rolling their eyes and they're listening to their iPod and and uh, when mom or dad tells them to to come up to center up so they can hear the instruction, there's a big sigh. <sighs> oh, I have to. <clears throat> and you get to see the transition, all right? Because they do that at the beginning, and uh, I'm sure there's some kind of a requirement, you know, as a teenager that you're required to be reluctant about participating in something that you didn't volunteer to do or that you didn't want to do. Nonetheless, this program is a very powerful program, and through the course of the day, as they learn more, as they are treated uh, as a young adult, and they're given the responsibilities, and they're treated as a young adult, and they start uh, receiving the praise uh, as a young adult, then a transformation begins to take place. And... uh, and like I said, I've seen this over and over. And by the end of the day, the the kid is smiling. They are they're prepping their mags uh, without being told to. Uh, they're checking their sling. Uh, they're listening uh, during the instruction. And then at the end of the day, when I'm asking who's coming back tomorrow, who's going to be back tomorrow, and uh, the kids will whip around and look at their parents, and I can't see or hear what they're saying uh, sometimes. Sometimes I can, but I can tell what they're saying because I see the parents that get this kind of strange, confused look on their face, and they tell me, they say, well, we we had only planned to come for one day because we didn't think that uh, we didn't think that he or she would could do more than that, but, but now they're asking if we can come back tomorrow, so I guess we'll be back tomorrow. And then that uh, that uh, young person will come back on Sunday and shoot all day. And then at the end of the day on Sunday, they'll still be there. They're, they won't uh, they won't try and gripe and complain for an early leaving or anything like that. They'll still be there, and they'll want to talk to you at the end of the day. And I make sure that I uh, that I go up to those people. And I thank them. I go up to those kids and thank them. I shake their hands. I look them straight in the eye, and I tell them how very proud I am of them for the way that they acted, the way they conducted themselves, this, the improvement in the skills and techniques that they exhibited, and <clears throat> ask them if I will see them again at another event. And uh, and they say yes. And the other thing I'll tell you about this is that <clears throat> Many times, this is this is no little thing, okay? This is a very powerful thing at times. And at times, it is a life-changing period. And, uh, and the reason I know this is because the, the kids have told me later. They've told me after a year or two years later, <clears throat> hey, uh, you know, the time when I came to that event, it changed the way I thought about things. It changed the way I acted. And their parents, uh, if their parents are there, their parents will be nodding their heads saying, it sure did. You know, he was a complete. He, he was completely changed uh, after this. I'm not saying that every change, every kid is going to change, that every kid is going to be some fantastic transformation, that they're going to morph into a uh, straight-A Eagle Scout. 
but I'm seeing that it can happen and that changes happen in these kids' lives and almost every event uh, that has kids in it, all right? And that is a very important thing that, that we do as an organization, uh, let alone the fact that, <clears throat> uh, and I've told you guys this too, that we have uh, we have kids, uh, when I was a kid, everybody shot, all the kids shot. You know, they went hunting. They, Everybody had their rifles, even the girls. I mean, uh, all the girls shot. That was nothing uh, strange. Uh, all the girls shot, and they went hunting and stuff like that. Uh, not everybody, but the majority of the girls did, right? But certainly all the guys did. And uh, and nowadays, and I, I live rurally. I live uh, in the middle of in the middle of nowhere, and uh, there are plenty of kids that live out in the you know live out in the woods too, and. Uh, and it's almost the opposite now. Even all the kids live out that live out here rurally, <clears throat> no longer do the majority of them shoot. The majority of them never have a firearm in their hands. All right. And here's the problem with that: those kids are going to grow up, and when they become 18, they're, they're going to be the age that they can vote at. Now, if they, if this particular child has never, or, or an adult now. If this particular adult never handled a firearm, uh, never shot a rifle when they were growing up, then when it comes time to vote on whether or not uh, people should be allowed to have firearms, then they don't have any dog in that hunt. They couldn't care less one way or the other, right? They never had a firearm. They never... They never did anything, so they could care less, and that's a bad situation, all right? Having a firearm, teaching young people to shoot safely and correctly doesn't have anything to do with uh, uh, with anti-government stuff. It has to do with passing on the culture and the heritage that we as Americans, uh, that we have had. It's a continuation of our American heritage, and making sure that uh, that kids can safely and correctly handle firearms is an important part of uh, of the instruction that we should be giving to our children. <clears throat> so. I encourage each and every one of you to make sure that uh, that you know you, when, when you're trying to fix something, you start out. Uh, uh, you look down at your feet and you draw a circle one foot out from your feet and you fix that first, and uh, then you go from there. Go out another uh, two feet every time and fix everything uh, that. So the first thing you do is make sure that your kids, uh, when they get to an age that you feel it's appropriate, <clears throat> get them to. Uh, Get them to learn how to shoot. Even if they don't, even if it's, some, if it's something that they say, "Look, I'm never going to be a hunter. I'm never going to uh, to go shoot competitions or anything else. I, I could care less about it." 
then I, I still think that you should say, all right, no problem. But in the same way that you don't like to go to your math class and do uh, algebra or whatever, you're still going to come with me to an event, and you're going to learn to shoot. If after the weekend, if you don't wish to do it anymore, that's up to you. But you're going to go to the weekend, and you're going to shoot Saturday and Sunday uh, the same way that you go to class and you learn whatever your stuff at class is, the same way that when you get home you have to do your chores. You're going to go to an Appleseed event. You're going to learn. You're going to go for the full weekend. You're going to pay attention. You're going to take the class. And after that, uh, you know, after that, it's up to you when, where you want to go from it. But at least that way, they'll have a rock-solid foundation in firearm safety, all right? Because if you go to an Appleseed weekend, there's no way that you cannot know by the end of the weekend to keep the muzzle in a safe direction. Always keep the muzzle in a safe direction. Always keep the muzzle in a safe direction. There's no way for you not to know that, all right? So so these are the things that kids need to have. They need to know this. And uh, I think it's just as important as as uh, as many of the other things that uh, your children should know. If you're a grandparent, uh, several years ago, Fred had a program out, uh, I don't remember the name of it now, but, uh, uh, but the basics of it were this. Uh, if you're a grandparent, you've got a, a granddaughter, grandson, then... Uh, then you tell your son or your daughter that uh, you, you you want them to go to an apple seed event, and if uh, if they don't want to go, then you say, "Look, I'm going to take my grandson or my granddaughter to an apple seed event. All right, you owe me this. You know, I spent ever, however many years uh, and however many thousand dollars taking care of you and and you know and getting you up to uh, whatever age you are now alive, and uh, you owe me this." You owe me this weekend to let me take my granddaughter or my grandson to an apple seed event, so I'm going to take them, all right? If your son or daughter doesn't want to do that, you take it over. You take the responsibility over. You get them to come to an apple seed event. If you don't want to shoot, no problem. You leave it to us. We'll take care of them. And you folks with kids, don't worry about uh, taking your kids to an event and saying, oh, my gosh, I'm going to have to fight with them to get them to do this, and they're going to argue with me, et cetera, et cetera. Don't worry about that because we'll handle it, all right? When folks, when parents come to events with their kids, uh, one of the first things I'll say is, look, uh, why don't you let us take care of this? We'll take the kid and we'll, uh, you, can, you can have him next to you if you want to, but uh, how about if you let us take the kid and we'll teach the kid, and that way it leaves you free to shoot. Let us teach your child how to shoot, and that way, the mother or father is not having to say, look, you don't have your, your sling isn't right. And the kid says, yeah, it is. And the mother says, no, it's not. And then the dad said, and then the kid says, yes, it is. And the dad says, no, it's not. Because usually they don't argue with the instructors. Or if they do, usually they don't do it more than once or twice. Uh, because we're not their mom and dad. They don't have that history with us. We ask them as uh, young adults, and we treat them respectfully. We ask them to do something, and they do it because we're treating them as respectfully as a young adult. And so they do it, and they listen to what we're saying. So as parents, don't worry about uh, having to take your kids to an event or grandparents. Don't worry about taking your kids to an event and having to teach them. We'll teach them for you. We'll take care of that. 
and uh, and we'll make it uh, as uh, as pleasurable as we can for them and you. But make sure that uh, if you have a granddaughter or a grandson or a son or a daughter or a niece or a nephew, that you think about your responsibility to them about getting them to an event and uh, and we'll take it from there, all right? And I'm not going to guarantee you that they're going to enjoy it because some people like potatoes and some people like french fries and some people only like uh, Twinkies, all right? But there is a, about a 90% chance that they're going to like it because that's what I've – that is what my experiences have taught me, that the majority of kids are going to like what we do. Uh, you know, if they're six or seven years old, then they're only going to have the attention span of a six or seven-year-old, which means they may, uh, they may be able to shoot for 30 minutes, and then they may have to come off the line and do something else, or play with their car or color in their color book. And then they're going to go back on the line for another 30 minutes, and then it'll just go off and on like that, all right? Uh, if they get older, they can spend more time on the line, but they're going to enjoy it. They're going to enjoy the way that they're treated respectfully, and they're, and they're going to enjoy knowing that they have achieved uh, a certain skill level uh, with, their, with rifle marksmanship, all right? All uh, right. Okay. Uh, all right, if you'd like to call in, uh, you are welcome to call in. We've got just a few minutes left. I can probably take one more call if someone wants to call in. The number is 347-308-8790. 347-308-8790. Let me let you know that... Uh, <clears throat> We have uh, coming up, we have uh, this next week, one of our guests is going to be uh, uh, Paul from the band Poker Face. Now, you listen to some of the music uh, at the beginning of the show. I'm going to figure out how I can uh, shorten the music up and and possibly use it for some uh, uh, for some introductory music now, and uh, let me ask you guys too. I'll put this out there. Some of you guys have some uh, music, some recorded music that you yourself have recorded, and uh, you would be willing to donate to the show as far as introduction or outtake music, etc. Uh, send me a PM uh, or an email, or give me a call. You can call me at two five four two one seven one three two five. And uh, and we would be glad to uh, to listen to the music and see. We may have to uh, change uh, some of the music, and uh, I would like to I'd like to get more uh, I'd like to get more adventurous with our music. So <clears throat> if you have something that uh, that might possibly work for intro or out uh, uh, music, then uh, then uh, please get in contact with me. All right, so next weekend, one of the guests is going to be uh, Paul from Poker Face. They they are a uh, patriot and uh, liberty and patriot musical group, and uh, 
They're the the top uh, patriot group in the nation. And uh, if you go to Knob Creek for some of the machine gun shoots, you're likely to see them up on stage there because they're a, a, a familiar sight. Uh, anywhere they're having some of the uh, <clears throat> uh, uh, tea party or uh, freedom rallies, etc., then uh, there's a good chance you'll see a poker face there playing because that's the type of music that they play. Anyway, he's going to be on uh, uh, as one of our guests this coming week. The week after that, we have uh, Benjamin Smith from uh, the Patriots magazine, uh, Patriots of the American Revolution magazine. And uh, he was supposed to be on a couple of weeks ago, and we had a miscommunication in that. But uh, he'll be on in two weeks. I believe it's the 23rd. but he'll be on in two weeks. And uh, Patriots of the American Revolution magazine have done uh, a great favor to us. They put a, I believe, they put a full-page ad in there for us. And the magazine is full, cover to cover, with uh, information about the American Revolutionary War and uh, great stories, great uh, features in there. <clears throat> and uh, we're going to have a push for subscription to the magazine. Uh, whenever they're on, because anytime somebody does something for us, we always like to reciprocate. Uh, not long after that, in the next couple of weeks, we're going to have uh, Dr. Uh, Fisher, David Hackett Fisher, back on. And we're going to have him on uh, two times, fairly close together. Once to discuss, uh, I've got some some extra questions for him about uh, Paul Revere's ride, but then I want him to talk about... Uh, uh, Washington's Crossing, which is another story that he's written about uh, uh, about the the battles of Trenton and Princeton, and then uh, he's got another book that uh, we're going to get him to talk about uh, not long after that because it deals with the economy, with uh, with the reasons that our economy has taken the different turns it has at different points in history, how they worked out, and what that means for us today. What we're looking at possibly as far as the economy of our nation, what we might expect. And this isn't some little things. This is some pretty, these are some pretty dramatic changes that we may be looking at upcoming. And uh, Dr. Fisher, as you guys have heard him, he's a sharp guy. He's very knowledgeable about these things that he writes on. And uh, going to be a very interesting show so i'll get those i'll get the dates posted on uh, the Appleseed forum and on the uh the blog talk forum so that you guys will know uh, uh when he will be on and uh, we have a couple of other guests uh that i'm very excited about i'm not going to mention them right now because uh, because i'm just not i'm doing it i'm going to uh, I'll give them to you in a little bit, uh, a little bit later. But we've got some great guests coming on. You guys are also invited to uh, to participate in the selection of guests. All right. So if you have a guest that you would like to see on, that you guys would like to hear, then uh, then let me know, and uh, we'll do our best to to get them on. The show's been running for quite a while now. We've got. Uh, 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 close to uh, well, it's running up on uh, ninety thousand downloads. 
of the show, and uh, and so we're we have a a long history, and and uh, so we're more legitimate. So the more legitimate uh, we are, the greater audience we have, the the more guests that we can ask for. I've uh, got uh, Larry Pratt from uh, Gunners of America coming on, and uh, David Cadrea. So we've got a, a good lineup for the summer. So I encourage you guys to uh, to check the schedule and to put your put the dates uh, on your to listen to list. And uh, now I see that uh, Unbridled Liberty said, "Did I just say I'm going to have David Hackett Fisher on next week?" No, he won't be on next week. Uh, he'll be on in three weeks, and then uh, again a couple of weeks later. All right, the English lady said I've got uh, 10 seconds left. I'm going to use that to tell you all uh, good night. Thank you for listening, and uh, we'll look forward to seeing you again uh, this next Thursday, 7 p.m. Central Time. Thanks to everybody that called. Thanks to the call screener, who I could not do this without. And uh, God bless each and every one of you. Good night to all of you, and uh, we'll see you this next week.
the easiest choice you can make. Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.